Devin Bartman. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Are you? Well, first off, before we get too into things, um, I just wanted to pass judgment on you real quick. And uh, before you say anything, I always wanted to tell you, since we worked together, you know, almost 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago, however long ago it was, you've always been a very genuine person and I've always appreciated that about you. Where do you think that comes from? I have no fucking clue. Because <laughs> you've I, always just been yourself. I think it's just because it's, I don't have a fact. I, I don't really, I do and I don't care what someone else thinks about me. It's, yeah. I, I just like being myself. It's, it's too much effort to try to put a mask on and try to be someone you're not. Right, yeah. And it's just easier. It's just easier just to be yourself. And uh, most part, I like me. <laughs> right. <laughs> I Some like parts I change. Oh, <laughs> shucks. <laughs> yeah, no, because you do see a lot of people these days that do have trouble being themselves. And, I mean, fuck, you go into any Walmart or quick trip and you see some really fucking quirky people that are struggling with who they are as a person and everything. And I always have admired that about you because you've just kind of relentlessly been Devin Bartling. Well, uh, there was a time, like, in high school, everyone actually knew me as Donnie. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. It was the first day of class. I knew school, didn't know anyone. Teacher introduces me. Hey, it's Devin Bartling. Good. Sit your ass down. Right. And stoner kid in class turns to me and goes, hey, Donnie. Donnie, and nudges me. I was like, nah, it's Devin. He's like, oh, I like Donnie better. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to get everyone to call you Donnie. And that dude did. There was from up until my junior and senior year. Uh, it was kind of blended, Dev and Donnie. Mm-hmm. He got teachers, coaches, everyone. And it got to the point that in my junior and senior year, everyone was just like, Donnie. And I was like, and someone that I knew from beforehand would always call me Devin. I was like, who's Devin? Right. <laughs> no, that's me. And they're like, no, it's not. And I had to pull out my license or something and say, nope, it's it's really Devin. <laughs> Why the hell are you Donnie? You, you ask that stoner kid in right. class. Like, that's by far the most efficient stoner kid I've ever heard of. I, and I... I was shocked, and, and to this day, even my Facebook is Devin Donnie A, because there are so many people like, I couldn't find you on Facebook. Well, because it's Devin. <laughs> uh, all right, well. But uh, other than that, no, yeah, it's, that's one of the big things that I, I even with my kids, like, I try to them be like, just be yourself. Don't yeah. act, don't act weird around other people. Just you be you. Yeah. And, which I know it's hard sometimes, because, oh, well, someone might think this. Well, gotta love yourself man it's yeah like i am when i was there's been times where i've been worried like oh i'm, I'm nerdy i don't want to say it. no i'm nerdy as hell <laughs> right, i yeah. do the dungeon dragons thing i yeah. do battle bots but yeah just being yourself yeah did you find those times hard even today no not any for the most part no yeah it was like in high school or yeah in high school because like we were talking about earlier like kindergarten through eighth grade i was bully i was super bullied yeah. like in middle school they actually because i went to a different uh middle school they actually had a petition to get me kicked out of school they're like this dude's oh, annoying oh yeah i was like fuck <laughs> I, 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 think y'all, I knew y'all didn't like me but that much okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and i made it to high school and i was still kind of meek and everything and and at that point i had kind of started to like okay well i don't want anyone to know i like this i gotta be cool and uh and everyone just started liking me and I was like, okay. And just started being genuine and I just made friends everywhere. And it's like, oh, it's easy to be, just be yourself. Cause 
don't know. I feel like people can pick up when you're not being sincere. Oh yeah, for sure. And if you're not sincere, everyone's like, oh, well, I can't trust them. Oh, they're going to find something for sure that they don't like about you. Yeah. And, and if someone doesn't like what I like, that's cool. We each got our own thing. And I'd rather someone know up front what they're getting into than be surprised. Yeah. Be surprised later that he's a dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) This dude likes fucking battle bots. (laughs) I know I surprised the hell out of my wife. Cause I I'm pretty sure I'm part Puerto Rican. Like my uh, not a hundred percent sure, but like my my dad's dad, so my grandpa. Yeah. Like my aunt on that side told my mom that oh that's not really your your grandpa. Your grandma came back. They split up for like nine months, and she came back two months pregnant, oh. and they just kind of dealt with it. Oh. And I guess she told her that it was like an Italian or Puerto Rican dude. And so I, I, I like the Puerto Rican culture. So I was just like, yeah, yeah. I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> and when I first started talking to my wife, it was through text. I took one of my buddy's phones and he was trying to talk to her. Oh, okay. He went to the bathroom. I took his phone. I was like, hey, I'm uh, Mendez's brother. She's like, he doesn't have a brother. I was like, yeah, you got me. But hey, <laughs> how are you? And started talking to her, and uh, I ended up getting her number from him to talk to her. Yeah. And I told you, yeah, I'm, well, you know, I'm Puerto Rican and everything. And she looked at my Facebook. She was like, "You are the whitest Puerto Rican I have ever seen." Right. And anyone doesn't know, I look like the Michelin Man. I'm so white. It's bad. <laughs> Do you know Spanish? Uh, pequeño, uh, little. <laughs> no, don't call me that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, I've been having like a list of races that I want to have on the podcast, so I'll mark Puerto Rican off now. There you go. You can even put slash Italian. <laughs> you know, re- I still don't even know. <laughs> we just don't know. I'll mark two off today. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it is it is kind of crazy because, you know, my middle son is kind of going through like this, uh, not identity crisis <laughs> by any means, but <laughs> he's going through this thing where he's he's in middle school. It's his first year of middle school, and he's doing this thing where he's trying to show off for his friends. And he's getting in trouble in the process. And, you know, like one of his friends bet him 10 bucks to flip off the PE teacher. Oh, no. <laughs> so when the PE teacher turned around, he flipped him off. He got for, 10 bucks for it, though, right? No, because oh. <laughs> because what my son didn't realize or what he forgot or whatever was this PE teacher had a teacher's assistant of some sort there. And she saw the whole thing. So she instantly says, all right, you're coming with me. And then so he couldn't even collect the 10 bucks before. (laughs) And this was on Friday. So now you got a four day weekend because they're out Monday and Tuesday. So you got a four day weekend. So by the time, you know, Wednesday rolls around, that fucking 10 bucks is gone. Oh yeah, no way. Yeah. You got to tell me he's got to get money up front for stuff like that. Exactly. Otherwise he's never going to see it. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to learn him, but you know, he's a youngster. Middle school is a hard time though because I mean, even... Even in like 18, 19, I was also trying to figure myself out. Being in middle school, yeah. going through all those changes, like there's no way you're going to be able to find yourself. And I mean, I did dumb stuff in middle school too, but. Yeah. Fuck, I was doing dumb shit last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, yeah, you got me. I did some dumb stuff <laughs> so, yesterday. <laughs> so I'm saying like, you know, I'm, I'm 30 years old now and I'm still learning, you know, consistently. You know, the learning doesn't stop. And, you know, if I think back to something that, or even a belief system that I may have had a year, year and a half ago. I'm like, how the fuck did I even think that that was even a possibility of being true or something, you know? And I find that to be true 
a lot of the time, if I look back, you know, even since I've been, you know, living in this place I'm living in now, you know, we've been here like two years and I think about things that we were dealing with two years ago. I'm like, how the fuck did we even get in that situation? (laughs) (laughs) I think about that last week. Like, what the hell was I doing? Like, yeah, but I I feel like finding yourself is just an an ongoing thing. Like I'm going to be 80 and still figuring stuff out with myself. Like there's, and it's just, gotta enjoy the journey figuring it out and yeah. don't hide from it everyone's like oh, i know 100 percent me and i have changed my college degree probably no less than four times right, right out of high school i was like i'm gonna be an automotive mechanic then i changed i was like i'm gonna go into psychology yeah i'm gonna do business i'm gonna do uh biochemistry and right. i'm three quarters of the way done for every one of those degrees. Right. I, it's like, <laughs> I just take another semester and a half and be done, but right. I like, keep changing. And, and it sucks. But at the same time, like I'm still learning about, like, I don't want to just be stuck. Yeah. And, and I want to be able to show my kids, be like, yeah, you know, don't think you have to be stuck. Right. Right. But it sure would be nice to finish something for once. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, it is hard because I kind of had that same, same problem it was like, I'm, you know, I'll have, you know, one interest this week and next week it'll be a different interest and I'll kind of balance back and forth between things and, you know, just be kind of like a flavor of the month type of thing, you know, but, you know, I never did start college. So you're way ahead of me on that one. But, um, the, uh, yeah, that's kind of the thing is if anybody is saying that they know themselves a hundred percent, they are lying to themselves as well as lying to you. I'll call bullshit all day long on it. Yeah, because you, you, there's no way that you have this thing figured out. I mean, think about, like, Shaolin monks and everything. Like, how old are they? And they're still fucking sitting oh, in yeah. you know, lotus pose trying to figure out what the universe is. Trying to sit, yeah. And and what they, they literally devote their lives to enlightenment and figuring it out. And, yeah, they, that's all they do. Yeah. Sit up there. They clean. They practice martial arts or whatever they do. Yeah. And they meditate. Right. And they still don't. So I couldn't imagine being lost in the hubbub of everything else school work friends family trying to figure yourself out like especially in middle school man yeah dude i i don't envy kids in school these days especially you know middle school or anything like that it's man i i see what you know my kids are dealing with with school and i'm sure you know you see a lot of the same things first of all kids are fucking brutal oh, in dude. school they are dicks you know and you know, I know I was a dickhead in school, but the the separating factor from me and what my kids are dealing with was we didn't have so much access to one another outside of school. Exactly. If you didn't see the other person outside of school, you couldn't shit talk them or whatever. Now you leave school and you might be, you know, have, you know, they might post on Facebook or Instagram, whatever the fuck kids are using right now. And just to talk shit about you. And you can't even go to bed at night and you open up Snapchat and people are making fun of you and you're like, God, can I just get a couple minutes, please? Like just I just want no no social media. I just want to be me and and yeah, because like growing up I think in towards the end of middle school, beginning of high school is my space. And towards the middle of uh and I could be before that, I my parents were like, Yeah, you don't get electronics and right. <laughs> everyone was talking about the new Droid Razor flip phone and I had some like track phone that would literally fit in the palm of my hand. Yeah, you had snake uh, on it. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and so yeah, it, it really was just whatever was at school you dealt with and then that was it. And now it, it follows you. Yeah. And you constantly having to 
post stuff to be like, oh, look, he's so cool. He posted that. And, oh, did you see him do this TikTok? Well, when we were in high school, it was, oh, look, he did this sport. And then that was it. Right, right. Yeah. 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 If it, if your picture made it in, like, the paper for sports or something like that, like, that was a big deal. Yeah, you were, that was your badass mark was yeah. that. Yeah, you were the fucking dude. And you could write it. You could write that for at least half the year, if not longer. Mm-hmm. And now... You post something funny and everyone talks about it for maybe the week. Yeah. And you got to come up with something fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Time is weird these days. It's, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, how old our kids are and stuff like that. Time is the most disrespectful thing to ever exist. Oh, man. It doesn't stop, man. It doesn't stop. It speeds up, actually. It's defying the laws of physics. I am convinced it is speeding up because I remember high school and middle school it would drag it'd be like oh this day is so long yeah and now it's i blink and it's september wait or, when the shit did it turn to or september yeah did it's, i say december or september you said september okay good i think i hope <laughs> <laughs> watch my, we're gonna end up being in december <laughs> but no and it, it does it flies by and yeah. the kids are probably like oh i'm ready for school to be out well a it just started b it, I don't even like I can't comprehend like their sense of time compared to my sense of time now like yeah just having to think back is all it is yeah I I think also you know being an adult now when we were in school you kind of have these benchmarks throughout the throughout the year you would have spring break summer summer break you'd have Christmas break or winter break whatever they're calling it nowadays to be PC you have all these different breaks that kind of break up the year now as an adult you're just working all year round and there's no there's no break yeah there's no benchmark in between like it's just non-stop that calendar just keeps flipping that's what i've tried to tell my kids because they're like oh spring break went by quick or summer break i was like man y'all just gotta enjoy it live in the moment yeah because as soon as you hit 18 and you are 20 whatever you do if you go to college yeah Man, that time's going to go by real quick. Yeah. Well, even in college, because you're going to have to have a job, usually part-time job, yeah. and school. Man, enjoy the little moment. Enjoy those moments. Yeah. You ain't got any worries. You don't have bills. You can just <laughs> ride it, yeah. man. Yeah, you you got to you got to find those times to just kind of sit in it and, and just, you know, waller in that experience, you know. I mean, even as an adult, like I'm still, still lear- again learning as you're growing older. Yeah. To to enjoy those little moments because, like, like my youngest, she turns uh, seven this year. Yeah. And I mean, and I've got some friends that have younger kids, and it's like, I miss that. Mm-hmm. Not enough to have kids in case right. my wife's listening because that's. <laughs> but, Don't uh, do it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, you just and those little moments they go by so quick. Yeah. And. And at the moment, you're thinking, oh, I got tomorrow. I got tomorrow. The next thing you know, you're like, nope, I don't got tomorrows anymore with that. Yeah. Because now they're all in school. I, I don't get to enjoy, you know, those little cuddly moments. Now they're all wanting to play Fortnite or go play with friends or yep. not be around dad because, oh, yeah. he's not as cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. They don't want shit to do with you. But oh, no. <laughs> it'll come back around. You know, it, it, it always does. But, you know, I, I was just telling my wife that the other day i had my youngest and i was sitting over there in the in the rocking chair with him and he was like dozing off as i was rocking in the rocking chair and my wife is sitting where i am right now and i was like i was like hey i think we need to have another baby and she's like uh no <laughs> i was like no, i was just fucking with you but this would have been cool to have this rocking chair when we had a baby <laughs> oh yeah well, yeah we had one and yeah those things are phenomenal so yeah anyone listening if you're having babies 
get a rocking chair. Get I promise chair. you, it will make your life wonderful. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by rocking chairs. <laughs> uh, no, it, it, this was a, I probably saw it on Facebook or something, but this is one of the, one of the sayings that um, fucked with me the most in my entire adult life was, is it, I, I can't remember word for word what it said, but it was something to the effect of one day you'll pick up your kid for the last time. And I was like, fuck, I don't like that. You know, and <laughs> you say that and it's just this surreal moment that like my, uh, my oldest, he's 11 and he keeps trying to like jump and pick me up. I'm like, dude, you're too heavy for that. Yeah. And you say that and it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. That, that moment's passed with him now. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, my youngest is five years old, but he's a fucking lug and <laughs> you know, he'll want like piggyback rides and, and, and I still try, you know, every time he asks, I, I try to pick him up because I know I've only got a few more of these left and one day it's going to be the last time I pick him up and it's going to be the last time that I pick up one of my kids, oh, you yeah. know, it, you know, maybe one day if we're lucky enough, you know, grandkids and stuff like that. But for the time being, it, it, it's going to be the last time I pick him up. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, and I, I'm sure like when grandkids start coming around, Maybe I'll change, but there's there's still a difference between your kids and your grandkids. Yeah, like yeah, and it's weird to pick up a grown, uh, you know, adult. <laughs> your kids are just growing. You're like, Come here, let me pick you up one last time, buddy. Eighteen year old, pick him up out of the car, be like, here you go to college. Yeah, put me the fuck down, Dad. <laughs> you know I'm carrying you across the stage to get your diploma, right? <laughs> I would. I hands down would to embarrass the crap. I love embarrassing my kids. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I was telling my, my uh, middle son. I was, I was like, you keep acting up in school. I'm going to take some time off work and sit in your classroom. I said, I'll embarrass you every second of the day. And I'll wear dad shorts. I'll wear those shorts that shouldn't be worn. Right. I'm going to embarrass the crap out of you. Did you ever watch Roseanne growing up? Oh, long time. Like, as a kid in passing, yeah, my parents would watch it and I'd watch it. Yeah, there, there was an episode where the, the little boy, DJ was in trouble or something. I can't remember what it was, but Roseanne had dressed up in like this giant muumuu of a nightgown <laughs> and like a straw hat. And she smeared like lipstick all over her face and everything. And it was going to go pick up uh, DJ from school or whatever the fuck. It's like, I need to get up like that. See, and, and my kids know. So my work has a uh, Halloween costume contest and our shipping and receiving department. It's all chicks. And they want to do Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yeah. And they thought it would be hilarious if they were the dwarves and got someone else to be Snow White. Yeah. Oh, I was like, cool, let's do it. I'm comfortable <laughs> with it. So I had the Snow White get up. I was in a dress and everything. Oh, yeah. And made it back home. And my it was Halloween. And so my daughter was like, oh, we can both be princesses, Dad. And so I literally went out trick-or-treating in Snow White. And both the boys are cringing. I'm like, <laughs> y'all just wait. And, and I did. I made it a point to like... That one's mine. That one's mine. Right. <laughs> High five, buddy. So, so they know I will go to their school in Snow White dress. I still got it. I mean, I'm not going to do anything else with it. It's at the dry cleaner right yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's got a bunch of weird stains on it, but whatever. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Seven dwarves were very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we are. <laughs> so you test microchips yeah for a living yeah uh it sounds way cooler than it really is but <laughs> no we we work with certain customers uh i don't know if i'm supposed to say customer names so i'm not going to but yeah. um no nah, we've had newspaper articles uh we've we've worked with um oh no shit yeah um we've worked with uh oh wow so they they'll send us chips and we'll test them to say hey you can use them in this you can't use them in this 
uh and we end up artificially aging them too through and it sounds super i'm telling you it's not that cool <laughs> it's but, it's cool from the outside looking in you, yeah <laughs> you you being in the mix it may not be cool for you because it's work but oh yeah <laughs> for me listening i'm like you artificially age microchips we artificially age them and uh what you're talking about is magic i know right <laughs> like if you had asked me before i started working there but like you can hardly fish artificially age stuff bullshit no you can't yeah you can and, and it's weird um and we also do uh it's called counterfeit uh and analysis uh-huh. so if someone thinks because apparently that's a big thing is um counterfeiting parts saying hey this is this kind of part because some parts get really expensive right some of them you can go to uh radio shack if they have those anymore and buy some for 10 cents to the dollar some of them get really expensive right so when a company says hey we want to be able to use these. Are these real? We'll do certain tests and say, yep, they're fake. Nope, they're real. And uh, we actually just had a lot that uh, we suspect is fake. And so now we got to tell the customer, hey, sorry about your luck. Right, right. So who's who's faking these things? Are they just companies or it's people? A lot of like uh, come in... It's not like the higher up companies that do it, but they'll buy third par- third parties will sell them. They'll like recycle places when you recycle your computer. Uh-huh. Sometimes they'll strip devices off of it. Um, sometimes they'll buy them wholesale for a company that's going out of business. This third party will buy it and then resell them for a profit. Well, okay. s- you can apparently fake devices and sell them and then disappear. Oh wow! <laughs> I is it common? Uh, I don't. It's not that common. Yeah, but we common had, enough to where you got to test them and common and make enough sure. that companies will pay us to t- to check to make sure. Is it all like based here in the states, or is some of these chips coming from overseas? Yeah, or? some of them come from overseas. Um, uh, Integra is actually one of the like premier test companies here in America, and the main headquarters is here in wichita we've got one in silicon valley california and one in albuquerque new mexico oh no shit no shit is albuquerque like um comparable to like silicon valley or no so our wichita facility is the biggest uh then silicon valley and then albuquerque is actually our smallest but they're the ones we have a small department here in wichita Wichita kind of does a little bit of everything. Yeah. Albuquerque mainly face uh, or face, works on um, the uh, counterfeit stuff. Okay. And then Silicon Valley usually works on like testing and making the wafers because okay. inside each of the devices is a little teeny tiny uh, silicon uh, die is what they're called and they have little circuits in them. Mm-hmm. And so they do the prefab work and the wafer work there. So wow. the only thing that we don't do at Integra is put devices together. That's pretty crazy. So these these microchips are like the the heart of whatever device they're trying to to deal with, or with like the brain, or yeah. So it's uh, some are the brain, some of them are capacitors. Um, oh, okay. But if you ever take apart like an old VCR or a TV or even a gaming console, mm-hmm. like on the motherboard or a computer, yeah, you'll see little devices all over it. Yeah. Those are what we test. We test the little parts before they get put onto big pieces like that. No shit. Okay, so like my laptop is the one with like the M1 chip. So would that be like 
Is that like the type of chips that we're talking about? or We do some testing like that, but it's actually even the smaller components. So if you look at oh, your no M1 shit. chip, yeah. Good like God. there's some that I could fit probably 10 to 20 on my pinky nail. Like they, what? They, they get tiny. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And you're like eyeballs to microscope looking at these things? Yep. or uh, Most of them we have to eyeball it. Um, inspections, yeah, we use microscopes for um, Good God! Yeah, and I never would have thought. Oh, they get that small. Oh no, they get tiny. They get ridiculously tiny. That's crazy. And then we have some that are about the size of my fist, like big modules. That makes sense to me. Yeah, that the makes pinky sense. nail thing really fucks with my head. I, <laughs> so I could just be filled with these little fucking microchips right now. Yeah, I mean we don't test those small, but no, yeah. <laughs> like everyone talks about, oh, like the teeny microchips they put in your body, like. A lot of people call blood like, yeah, there are some that are probably that small. Like, right. I could say, like, granted, I don't, you have to have a circuit board for them. The microchip itself isn't going to do anything. Right, right. And that's, that's, that's what I call bullshit. I was like, you have to have a something to run that microchip. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> that's like saying, oh, I have a TV. Well, what's your TV being powered by? Right, yeah. What's that microchip being powered by? Yeah, yeah. And I'm super ignorant when it comes to all things electronic like that, so... As far as I'm concerned, my TV's powered by magic. And I plug it into the magic thing on the wall, and then it just goes. I mean, your TV probably is powered by magic. That's what I thought. That's, like, what, I, I thought. that's what most TVs are, powered by magic. No shit. Electric- wow. Electricity's not even real. It's actually magic that I, get, puts everyone's house. I knew that. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so walk me through the steps of artificially aging microchips. I don't know about if I can go into a lot of detail, but a lot of it is heat and electricity applied at certain points yeah and it basically simulates uh basically simulates in use okay so you can have it in there for x amount of time and it actually acts like hours like we we do all of our artificial aging in hours okay and uh x amount of hours at certain voltage and heat yeah equals out to five ten years no shit. Years, yeah. Wow. That's insane. And, and like, and I, I didn't know anything about it. I came into this completely blind. I, I had a friend that worked there, and they got me a job there, and I was like, I don't know anything about this. Right. And am I qualified for this? Like, this sounds so advanced. They're like, no, I promise you, you'll be fine. Yeah. And, uh, and I've learned so much about electronics there. I've learned so much about the industry. It is mind-boggling, the kind of stuff that goes into all these different companies and all the different types of chips and what they do. Yeah. And even just the processes for it, it's, it takes some smart people to sit here and say, Oh, if we do this, it equals out to this many years or this kind of voltage equals out to this. Right. Yeah. There's some brilliant fucking people out there. Oh man. And and there's a lot of stipulations on what we can and can't do. And yeah. Do you introduce anything else to the components? Like, um, like trying to get them to fail? Yeah. They, and that's what, um, like, uh, we do a uh, temperature humidity and we force them to be around moisture and then we'll test them to see, well, are they actually sealed correctly? Right. And if they're not, well, yeah. We had to tell the customer, hey, we blew up your parts. <laughs> so we did a thing today. And kind of ruined all your parts. Yeah. <laughs> so these don't work, buddy. <laughs> what about like chemicals and stuff like that? Uh, we do some chemical stuff. Um, when we do some of the counterfeit stuff, we have to use some chemicals. 
uh, and it just determines and, and most of the time like it's just tearing the device apart with chemicals oh, um, shit. yeah <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> and, and it's really cool like we uh, we just had a, a ceremony and it was actually on uh, channel 3 oh, really? um, we opened up an analysis lab and Ron Estes the congressman oh, okay yeah, yeah he was there for it like when we did a ribbon cutting and everything and that's actually um, tearing the devices apart. It's the analysis lab. Yeah. That's what uh, we had out on the news and everything. Wow. So. That's insane. Oh, it was crazy. It was, it was one of the biggest deals. They, they spent like a week getting ready for it, making sure everything was nice and neat and tidy and yeah. getting the complete steps. Hey, this is what we're going to do at this time. This is what we're going to do at this time. We're going to have a 30-minute window for this. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> And I applaud them. That was that would have been a logistical nightmare. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, I don't want no part of that. Oh, no. What, what's the most, um, as far as, like, counterfeit goes, um, I don't know if you can say, but, like, what's the most egregious thing that you've seen with, like, counterfeit? Uh, I don't know if I can say that. Uh, oh, okay, fair enough. I don't want the, the guys in the black suits to catch me out here when I walk out of that. <laughs> like, hey, hey, we heard what you said. That's not even posted yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, we were listening. My, my own FBI agent was listening. He's like, oh, finally. <laughs> this boring, nerdy motherfucker finally tripped up and I get to do something. Yeah, because I could only imagine things, especially like coming from overseas and stuff like that, because every every country has different um, rules and regs on what they can make and what they ship out and stuff like that. And, and so what they would uh, deem to be fit for, you know, their product may not be what's acceptable here. And they're just shipping out a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. And, and as far as that goes, that's, that's the higher up people that deal with that. I, I just help test the stuff. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah Cause <laughs> I get that. You, you see things like on, like from like wish.com or something. And it's like, how oh. the fuck did this pass anybody's Dude, clearance? There's no way <laughs> that, yeah, there's, one of my buddies, he always goes to uh, like AliExpress and wish. Oh, and it's, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's like this like $200 item is like $30. I'm like, yeah. There's a reason. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of, one of the my favorite things on YouTube is um, watching people get uh, computer components. And they like from wish.com and stuff. And they're trying to make um, like gaming PCs with all these wish components. And it's the most bizarre shit. Cause he's like graphics cards and stuff. And, and they're so bad. And I don't know anything about this shit, but they'll, they'll plug them in and everything and try to play. And it's just like freezing up and everything's so pixelated. Oh man. <laughs> See, I, and I love that kind of stuff. And I actually built a computer about two years ago Oh, nice! and I did a bunch of research and everyone's like, if you cheap out on anything, don't cheap out on the power supply. And I was, I was like, why? It's just power. And I looked it up and do people like literally will fry, uh, especially right now, like gra- uh, graphics cards. Yeah. They're severely overpriced. So those drop 600, uh, 1500 or more, plug it in and that uh, power brick will just fry it. And it's, that's it. It's done. You can't oh, fix that. You can't do anything nope. with it. Oh, <laughs> it's dead. That. I was like, oh man. And I was all ready and I had a cart set up and I just like, yeah, I'm going to do a little bit more research. And I figured that out. I was like, well, I'm taking two things out of this cart. I'm not going to blow up my shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I sold my motorcycle for it. I'm not going to sit here and. <laughs> right. Yeah. You sold your motorcycle for. I did. How'd that feel? Mixed. Yeah. Because back when we worked together, I had that uh, Daytona Triumph. Yeah. And I got back together. My wife and I, when we were dating at that time, yeah. we'd split up and I was like, 
you know what? I'm going to be a guy. I'm going to buy a motorcycle. <laughs> One of my buddies talked me into it. And uh, so I had it and we got back together and she's like, no, you need to sell it. And well, and her dad's used to uh, like road bikes. So he's used to being able to gun it and not kill himself. Right, well, I had right. a crotch rocket and it was, uh, what was it? Uh, it was 900 CC, 900 and change. Uh-huh. And he tried to gun it and he almost completely flipped my bike over oh no almost killed himself he's like it's a death machine and she completely listened to him like i mean you don't get into a thousand horsepower corvette and floor it right yeah (laughs) so she made me sell that and i talked her into letting me get another motorcycle oh six years later yeah and i had that for about two and a half years and i was going literally from i Rock in 96 uh-huh. down to 29th Street just to get Chipotle on my lunch break. Right. And about had a truck pull over on me. Oh. I'm going down Rock. There's curb. This truck is probably three quarters of the way ahead of me. If I slammed on my brakes, I'm going to dump my bike over yeah. on Rock Road, which means a person behind me is going to run me over. Oh, yeah. You're going to be flattened. And the only thing that saved me was I had a faster bike. It mm-hmm. was another 900 plus CC bike. Yeah. And, uh, and I gunned it and I barely barely got out of it in time and i pull over and i'm shaking <laughs> and i was like oh man what about my kids like what if what if because down rock there's signs and telephone but like there's i'd have gotten shredded if i'd have had to go over the curb right and it just scared the shit out of me yeah and it was towards the end of riding season so I was like, i'll see how i feel come springtime and i got back into it spring and i just felt uncomfortable and i was like this should be enjoyable yeah and I wanted to make sure I was there for the kids, and I, was, I sold it, and I was like, "Ah, eh, when when they get eighteen, we'll we'll revisit this." So. <laughs> right? Yeah. But on the flip side of that coin, imagine if you would have had a slower bike, you oh, might not be here today. Oh no! So yeah. if you're going to get a bike, get the fastest one available. Is what you're saying? Hundred percent approve of it. <laughs> <laughs> the fastest one with a turbo kit. <laughs> get some nitrous oxide on there. Let's get this bad boy going. It's a matter of survival, really. Yeah. And. <laughs> And one of the only things when uh, I got my bike the first time, one of my buddies was like, no, the buddy that talked me into it, he's like, no, we have to uh, take a safety course, a motorcycle safety foundation course. And at first I was like, that sounds lame. And it was like $200. I was like, eh, fine, I'll do it. Right. And I'm so glad. There are so many times that that saved my ass. Oh, really? Yeah. Thank you, Joe, by the way. Yeah, Joe, appreciate you. Um, (laughs) The only thing that worried me about the motorcycle training class here, there may be more than one, that, but the one that I'm aware of is based out of the fucking mall. Yep, that was the one. <laughs> it I was, was like, sketch. What? Yeah, what a weird fucking thing to do. And when I took it, there was a dude, and he dumped one of their bikes. And I was like, there's no way that guy is passing this. Right. No way. End of the two weeks, they're like, here you go. I was like, what the hell? Like, Jesus. I was like, they'll just give anyone that. But <laughs> I took a couple things away from it, and that was one of them. Just pay attention, because I mean, if I hadn't, if I'd have zoned out, yeah, I wouldn't have realized the truck was getting over, and I'd have got sideswiped. Right, right, right. And, uh, but no, it's I highly recommend it to anyone who's thinking about it. Like, yeah, it sounds lame, sounds dumb. You'll take at least one thing away from it. Yeah, yeah. It- I recommend that with anything. If you can learn a single bit of information with any sort of course or anything like that, you should probably do it. I think I think just about 
anybody and everybody that's getting a driver's license should take a defensive driving class. Oh, absolutely. I think that's super important because when me and my wife got together, she didn't know how to drive. I was the one that taught her how to drive. And the main thing I was telling her was like, anybody can drive. It's also about paying attention to everything else going on. All the other drivers, because there's a lot of bad drivers. Anybody can drive. Not everybody can drive well. Oh, (laughs) yeah. You've got to constantly be on alert. And based off that uh, safety course, because that's you got your license from that, like, period. Mm. So that dude, (laughs) he got his license. He didn't need it. But, yeah, no, like, uh, one of the big things that I always remembered was it was like the 2-4-8-10, rule, and you look two seconds, four seconds, six, eight, ten seconds out. What could go wrong? Like, oh, right. like, is there a dog loose? Is there a truck? Is there someone looks like they're trying to get over? Because yeah. by the time you get up there, you need to make sure you're aware and at least be aware, if not have a plan of, well, looks like they're getting over. I need to slow down. Or there's a dog that's going to run out in the middle of the road and you right. don't want to run into that. So Yeah, just kind of preparation of, you know, what <laughs> what could go wrong. I, I deal with that every day because with... With my work, I have to pull a trailer. And it's not a super heavy trailer, but it's heavy enough to where, you know, you can tell when you're braking. And going on the highways, people don't give two fucks that you're pulling a trailer. Oh, no. There's no courtesy involved. And I could only imagine it's the same way with motorcycles. People just don't care. They're not courteous drivers. So, you know, you got people in front of you and they're, you know, they're about to miss their exit. So they swerve in front of you. It's like, you don't understand. I have, you know, 2,000 plus pounds in the trailer that I'm pulling. I can't stop very quick. Yeah. It's going to take me a little bit. So if I hit you, you know, I'm sorry, but stop fucking doing stupid shit. You know? well, and it's almost worse with motors because you have that entire mindset. And then you have, what, a quarter, a quarter of what a car is mm-hmm. that you don't see. And that's the biggest thing is people either don't see you or anything like that. And just... Uh, my dad had a motorcycle accident. Someone rear-ended him. Yeah. And they just didn't see him. Right. Period. And that's what I... Uh, I've helped my uh, my wife's siblings. I've t- helped some of them learn how to drive. And that's one of those things I always tell them. Like, dude, you triple check. You check your mirror and you turn and look. Because there might be a motorcycle there that you don't see. There might, you might even be a car there in your blind spot. Right, right. Yeah. And now it's... It's really hard to miss motorcycles. Yeah. Well, it, it was very interesting to me because I always hated on the road when a motorcycle comes up behind you and they'll just like full throttle, just make a shit ton of noise as they go past you. And I always hated that. I'm like, stop. Like, it's so fucking annoying. Until I heard uh, an avid motorcycle rider explain it. And he was saying it's so that you can know that I'm there. That's the whole reason why I'm just full throttle, just making noise, so you know that I'm getting ready to be in your blind spot, so you know that I'm there. Absolutely. I I don't like the super loud motorcycles, but like everyone I've had, I've made sure I could hear it, yeah. because I don't, I, exactly that same point, just that you want to make sure that they know you're there. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was kind of the same revelation that I had with those baby on board signs. <laughs> I always say that. I was like, who cares that you have a baby? I don't care. Like, cool. You have a baby. Like I'm happy for you, but you don't need to advertise it until I found out that it was, if they're in a wreck or something like that, that paramedics know that there could be a baby inside. Yeah. That there's an infant that, Hey, yeah. And then I was like, fuck, that makes sense. I'm an idiot. I'm such a douchebag. Well, like I've had family members that have had like diabetes and they'll wear those like bracelets. And as a kid, I'm like, that looks gaudy as hell. Like, right. Yeah. And it's like, Oh no, I get it. If you go into a coma, Hey, they know how to take care of you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's also like the, um, it's, I see it a lot with like older people will have, um, the stickers on their front door that says, um, if, if there's an emergency inside is two dogs and three cats or whatever the fuck. And they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll outline like what animals need to be saved if there's a fire in there. Not animals. photo albums. Yeah. Not no, photo I, I want a picture of all of my animals out on my front door so that way, you know. So if you see a dog that's not listed, yeah, you just leave that one in there. I don't know what dog that is. Yeah. Yeah. That that really the motorcycle thing and the baby on board thing was two things. I was like, Holy shit, that makes so much that makes sense. So now. much sense. Yeah. So are you are you a helmet guy or no helmet guy? I'm a helmet guy. Uh, yeah. That that same accident my dad was in. He was, he never wore helmets. It was one of those one out of every thousand times I saw him ride, he wore a helmet once. Mm -hmm. Well, that time that he got rear-ended, he actually had uh, just a skull cap, wasn't even a full helmet. Yeah. And it threw him about 20 feet. That's how hard he got rear-ended. Jesus. And it hit that helmet, and I still got it. And it split from back to almost the entire front. No shit. No shit. And... Good God. The paramedics were like, you would have died. This, your brains would have literally been splattered. That would have been your skull. Yeah. I was like, and every ever since then, at first I was like, I'm never getting a motorcycle. Right. <laughs> but uh, I got one and I was like, no, I'll, I'll never. After I visibly saw and had that in my life, Yeah. there's no way, no way that I would ever not wear a motorcycle helmet. And right. I'll wear a jacket every time too. Oh, really? Because he, he just had on just a... a really thin leather vest yeah it didn't do hardly anything and i saw the road rash yeah and he that took forever to heal and it got infected twice i'm like oh yeah because you got so much debris and shit that just gets lodged up in there you have to think like all the road kill that gets on like yeah they move the body but you still got all that gunk in the road yeah you got all the animal juices and oil and exhaust and all that shit yeah and and it's like no lie it sucks especially like during the summer like it's ninety plus degrees and you've got a thick ass leather jacket on right. you sweat. <laughs> yeah. I, anytime I would go to like go out or anything, never did I take my motorcycles. I'm like, I'm just gonna be sweaty and gross when I get there. Mm-hmm. Or I'd take like spray deodorant or cologne or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we had a family friend when I was younger died on a on a motorcycle. Um she was out riding I, I don't believe she had a helmet. Either way she was I think she was, she may have been speeding, maybe not, I don't know. She could have just been on a highway, I can't remember, it was a long time ago, but she hit a deer, and uh, and she she was brain dead for a little while, and then ended up passing, unfortunately, but, um, you know, that's kind of the thing with motorcycles, is you, you don't have a cage built around you in the event of something like that happening, you know, if, if I'm driving my truck and a deer runs out, like, it's gonna fuck some shit up, but I'm not gonna go flying, you know, 20 feet. Oh, yeah. You know? And and my I had a crotch rocket and it was a heavy crotch rocket and it was like four hundred and fifteen pounds four hundred and thirty pounds and that was heavy for a crotch rocket right. so lighter my buddy has one and it's I want to say maybe mid three hundreds low three hundreds yeah and yeah cars what twenty one to thirty five on the bigger side hundred pounds yeah yeah no. Yeah, there's just no competition. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, and you see so many. I think there was just um, a week or two ago, uh, the guy was uh, killed on his motorcycle here. The guy, he owned like two bars here. Yeah, on Kenny Bollinger. Oh, is that his name? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember seeing the news story because it was a hit and run. They ended up catching the guy a couple of days later, I believe. But 
um yeah super unfortunate um yeah is it, first of all if you hit somebody don't fucking leave yeah that's it, a piece of shit thing to do that's super like i get you might be scared but man at very least check on them yeah something like how fucked in the head do you have to be you know like i i get your adrenaline's pumping and stuff like that but I mean, Jesus, man, like you didn't help anything. Absolutely not. And it's just one of those that just that responsibility aspect. It's just, do you think you're going to get it? Do you think, I mean, at that point you may as well stick around and at least try to help. Yeah. Because when you run, I don't, to me, when you run from something like that, you don't take any response. You don't care about that person. You're like, oh, that sucks. On with my day. But no, don't be that way. Yeah. This is a human life. (laughs) Yeah. You know, this is a human life. This this person was just out on the motorcycle. Somebody, you know, made a, a bad judgment call on a turn or speed or whatever the case was. And you guys collided, you know that doesn't mean that you just have to shake off all responsibility and just fucking take off to the house. Like, how'd you sleep that night? Yeah. Cause I think it was what, two days later they caught like, what were you doing in that two days? Like, were you even remotely sorry? Were you thinking about it? Or do you just go about your day and be like, well, hope I don't get caught. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really hard to tell with people these days because people are just kind of strange. People are kind of strange these days with, with taking ownership of, of, you know, mistakes and stuff like that and just kind of wash their hands of things after they do it. And it's like, oh, oh well, on to the next. And, and like, kind of play off that, like, everyone's just in it for themselves, and, and which is good to be in it for you, but have some care and compassion. Like, we're all in this together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have to be. We, yeah, it's not like I can be like, oh, I'm going to go to Mars. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe like, here in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just having that compassion for your fellow human being. Yeah. At the very least, stop. I, that's the thing that gets me is not caring. Just that lack of compassion. Because there would be times to where like I'll bump someone and say, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't mean to do that. You're all right. And it's, I just bumped you. It's not like I really hurt you. But just right. that, that I'm sorry. That, hey, I acknowledge you. Something happened. Yeah. Yep. And and here in Kansas especially, we're infamous for the oh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 oh sorry. <laughs> oh sorry. That two finger wave off the steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> and I I grew up thinking that was normal. Like, oh right. Cause yeah. Because I, I grew up out in the boondocks, and so that was everyone did that. Yeah. And uh, and it took me until I think like two months ago. I was on Reddit and. They were making fun of like all of the Midwest that that oh, Midwest thing. And yeah. I'm like, I thought that was everywhere thing. Yeah. But I started thinking, I was like, imagine being in New York and just, just you may as well just hold your fingers up just right. <laughs> in a constant <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah. You you go on back roads in in Kansas, and you know it doesn't it doesn't matter if you know the person or not. It's just acknowledging that they exist and just putting up one finger and you just one finger wave to whoever you're passing by in your car. It's yeah. hilarious. And. Which, I mean, it's it's nice. I mean, it's cool. Okay, well, I acknowledge you're here. Mm-hmm. Hey, how's it going? Okay, go about your, go about your shit. Yeah. Go count your cows. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and another thing that I, I found interesting, which I didn't realize it was um, mostly a Kansas thing until I got on Facebook, I don't know, six years ago roughly, and uh, somebody that I went to high school with moved to Georgia, and she posted on Facebook that, chili and cinnamon rolls cinnamon rolls together is mostly a kansas thing that she was trying to do the same thing in georgia and they're like what the fuck are you doing no shit yeah 
like that was like a thing in high school. Everyone looked forward to Chili Day. Well, in any any part of the school, they looked forward to Chili Day because you know you got a cinnamon roll. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I I never realized that that was mostly a Kansas thing. I, I like I know there's other places that have like weird stuff. Like what Canada's got like gravy and fries. I'm all about gravy. So, <laughs> <laughs> gravy boy, yeah. is that what you are? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My wife was like, "Don't, don't say that." Don't say that. <laughs> like, no, I'm gonna call it like it is. <laughs> I, I've heard it's what poutine is what it's called. I think so. I, yeah. I've always wanted to. Try, I've never tried it. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it, it sounds amazing. Yeah. But in my mind, it's super weird that. Oh well, gravy and fries. I would never like cheese and fries. Cool. Yeah. But you know what? Um, in Pennsylvania, my, my grandparents used to live in Pennsylvania, and the state fairs and stuff there, they would do, um, you could go to the little food trucks or whatever, and you could get fries, and it was just like a plate of fries, and then you would go back to the picnic table, and there would be um, salt and vinegar on the table, and then you just drown your fries in vinegar oh. and pour salt on it, and you just eat it like that. And that was even, a very Pennsylvania thing. I've never seen it anywhere else. I don't even like salt and vinegar on potato chips. Oh, really? No, I salt my kids love them and they love yeah. the pickle flavored chips oh yeah you don't like those either no what about just straight pickles i like straight pickles. i love pickles i yeah. love chips i want them separate i don't want them together what about like uh like kimchi or anything like that i've never had kimchi either oh really you uh, like fermented foods and stuff like that or like my dad always ate that growing up and i was like oh why are you eating that and then as i got older like one day i was like Actually, I want to try that. And I tried it. I was like, oh, yeah, this is my shit right here. It's well, really good. I, I It's one of those, like, I've got, like, a bucket list of food I want to try. Mm-hmm. And there's actually even a kimchi place right by where I work. Oh, really? And I'll drive by it and be like, I'm going to go there tomorrow. And I'll completely forget about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <"Damn> it. <laughs> yeah. But, and, yeah, and I love the idea of a bucket list of food. Are you wanting to go to, like, like the place that the the food is known for? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to go to freaking burger place and order kimchi. Right. No, that is no, not I mean like be. because like the the dream goal for me and my wife when when you know the kids are moved out and we're retired and everything, I want to buy an RV and I just want to travel the country just trying different food in different territories. Oh yeah, like that's the dream. Like I want to go to and get what is Chicago style pizza. I want to go to Chicago to get Chicago's like yeah we got it here, but is it is it like the same? Right. Yeah. I, I hear it's not. So it's got to be more badass than what we got here. Yeah. I could only imagine that it would be better where it's actually from. Because if they're not doing it right, who the fuck is? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> you know? If your namesake of Chicago style pizza and Chicago's not doing it right, I give up on pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to go to New York and get one of those dirty ass hot dogs out of the carts on the street. Like, I need I, that. I, I've heard they're the best, but man. I couldn't imagine it's healthy. Like, first oh, no. of all, if you're eating a hot dog, you already made up your mind to make a bad decision. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> so so anything on top of that, when it's sitting in that dirty-ass water in that cart on the side of the street in New York City. For how long? Yeah, a couple weeks. Hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are on sale. Why? <laughs> to be fair, I it was a nightmare when I learned what was in hot dogs. Oh, and I yeah. still try not to think about it because... Anytime I, th- I, so now that we've talked about it, it's going to be three months before I eat a hot dog again <laughs> yeah. until I forget about it and eat it and, yeah. and hate myself for it. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's fucked. It's just that weird pink paste that they just, Ugh. 
Oh, it's so, so bad. Yeah, you're right. It, at that point, if you're eating a hot dog, you may as well just have a New York hot dog. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're already making a really fucked up decision. Poor life decision. Yeah. Yeah, nobody's eating gourmet spam meals. Like, oh, no. It's, it's fucked up already. And I was talking to someone like sushi. I love sushi. Oh, yeah, it is good. I, yeah. And But I've only had like Kansas sushi, so... How fresh is it? Really? And I was talking. Oh, to Kansas! Some... I thought you said cans of sushi. I was like, what? Ooh, no, no <laughs> I was like, don't eat that. <laughs> no, don't eat Kansas sushi. You can get a tapeworm, dude. <laughs> but uh, they were talking about going to California, and they they eat fresh sushi. Yeah. And they're like, I hated it. Uh, I was so used to Kansas sushi, the you know middle of oh, Midwest yeah. days old fish. Right. <laughs> I had fresh stuff. I was like, no, it was horrible. That's really? Like, I want to try. I want to. I haven't tried it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's. They were like, nope. I hated the fresh lobster. They went to Maine and had lobster. They're like, nope. Really? They're like, yeah. I like red lobster. I'm like, ooh, red lobster. Oh yeah. No. Jesus. But they they were like, yeah, nope. Red lobster was better. I was like, you're a liar. Right. I know you're a liar. <laughs> yeah. Red, red lobster doesn't like red lobster. Yeah, exactly. Those people hate each other. Yeah, they, they. The last time I went to Red Lobster, as soon as we walked in, like the lobsters were just dead in the tank. And I was like, that's not a good omen. <laughs> and you're going to eat it. And I did. I did. We still ate there. <laughs> I don't make the best decisions. The past two times I've been, it's been horrible. Yeah. The food, the, the like service. Nah, it's not my jam there. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I go to Red Lobster, I got to be pretty fucking close to the house where the bathroom is. Because things are going to go south pretty quick. You know that that's going to be your trip. <laughs> I'm going to eat here and I'm going to spend the next hour and a half in the bathroom. Yeah, it's going to be a photo finish getting back to the house. Like, like I'm I'm across the threshold of the front door like an Olympic athlete. And I've only ever had food poisoning once. On the bright side, it wasn't a red lobster. And I can, I'll be fine never having that again. Mm. Oh, that that was definitely a photo line finish. Can I get to the bell? Like, Where, where was it? That was at Olive Garden. I was actually out on a date. It was before my wife went out, had plans to get all sorts of fun later on. Yeah. Ate there. Drive back. I'm like, oh, man, I don't feel good. Yeah. By the time I we got back to her place, I was like, nope, you get out of the car. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> you got to I, go. And, and I did. I left, and I was sick as shit the entire night. Oh, God. Like, I've had my worst hangover probably wasn't as bad as that. Right, yeah. You hear that Olive Garden? Fuck you. <laughs> your breadsticks are awesome, but all your other shit sucks. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're murdering people and you don't even care. But my wife, she loves the soup from there. She doesn't like anything else. Oh, really? And so she, I, probably like once a month, she's like, let's go to Olive Garden. I'm like, uh. <laughs> I have a feud with him, actually. I start feeling queer. Yeah. I can't, of course, I can't tell her. I didn't get any because of them because <laughs> then I'm not going to get any for the next week. <laughs> That's a hard conversation I have yeah. with wife. <laughs> so... So you're you're real big into um, Dungeons and Dragons. So, some things are hard for me to say, and <laughs> double double D's like that are hard for me to say. I gotta double say double D's slow. are fantastic. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those. So you're you're big into that, and I know that it's kind of like making a resurgence right now. I see a lot of people talking about it. Even Morris, actually, my very first episode with uh, Morris Metz. Um, when we were scheduled to do the interview, I messaged him like, hey, I'm set up. I'm ready to go. He messaged me. He was like, hey, give me another half hour. I'm playing D&D right now. <laughs> I was like, yeah, cool, man. Do what you do. Man, she gets sometimes you get in the middle of it and there is no stopping point. It's easier to pause a video game than to stop in the middle of a gaming session because yeah. 
but I, not, yeah. I don't understand like what what it is really the best way I can describe it is think of like any book except you got one person telling the story uh-huh. you're the characters and you make stupid decisions it, there's not a single session it's single campaign or any group that's ever not done stupid shit almost on a consistent basis is there an end goal that you're trying to get to yeah because usually so there's one person that runs it uh-huh. and that'd be the dungeon master oh you know it's, what's it's, up. Yeah, i got it i got it <laughs> but yeah no so the dungeon master they have a whole beginning middle and end 90 percent of the time i've done the dm part of it i've yeah. been a player in it the players are gonna fuck your storyline up you're okay. gonna have you you'll lay it out for them Look, X, Y, and Z, and they're going to be like, but what about this squirrel over here? What? That's not even part of it, guys. Come on. (laughs) And they will fuck your story up. But yeah, usually you'll have an end goal, um, and it's just the story built all along the way. And the dungeon master has to sit here and say, okay, well, you guys did this stupid shit, so now this is what's happening. And they have to, on the fly, come up with the story getting to that end goal. So it's like an improvised gaming session where it's just like you don't really know what the next move is it's just kind of happening in the moment type of exactly thing. so is the dungeon master is he obviously he's running the whole thing but is he trying to guide you to that end goal yeah a lot of times they'll say hey so uh, i actually just read an article like there's the door the explorer way and so you'll <laughs> I, I it's super dumb and i hate that the amusing door the explorer no, i but, love it, it but works. they they laid it out really well to where it's like, okay, you get, you find this wizard, and the wizard says you have to go to the forest, this rickety bridge, and then the Mount Doom. Uh-huh. And it's like what Dora the Explorer does. You get three vague areas you have to go to. Right. And so it's your travel to the forest because you have to get a certain item. Okay, well, now to get to the mountain, you have to cross this rickety bridge, and it may be guarded by goblins or orcs right. and uh and then you get to mount doom and then you've got your boss and then it's it's super simplified usually there's a bunch of shit that happens in between right right um i've got friends that have been going for like six years on one campaign what yeah what? <laughs> you just keep going you may get to the end of what you're were originally and you just branch off I feel like you're fucking with me. I'm not fucking with you, dude. Six years on a single campaign. Six years on a single campaign. What in the actual fuck? I mean, when you get a good group of friends and and a lot of times, sometimes you just end up bullshitting. You play like 30 minutes and then you just end up bullshitting and being stupid. Right, right. But just being with your friends and and I I personally love it because I love that, that being able to like, oh, have a character or I'm doing this and think of oh well i can't really do this right um and a lot of the people that i know that do it are like theater people yeah so you get that mindset of oh i'm gonna be someone else for this and some people just like that some people like it to get away from stuff but a lot of i mean just that time spent with your friends too is just yeah i'd love to do a six-year campaign in all honesty (laughs) yeah well it doesn't really seem like it's anything more different than you know getting together to play spades or something like that just playing cards oh no it's, you know it's, it's just you know you have a certain set of interests if you like stuff you know orcs and shit like that then that'd be the way to go oh especially if like you said if you are like a theater type of person you do like taking on a different type of character and stuff 
Oh yeah, and I mean, it, it there really isn't any difference between playing Spades and Dungeons and Dragons. You're still doing something in a social group. Right, right. It's just what you're doing with it is different. Yeah, it's like a there's guys at my work that do softball. Right. So that's their time to get together, hang out. Yeah. And so, but their interest is sports. You know, spades. You know, you just want to chill. You don't want to have to really plan out and do math like in Dungeons and Dragons or. You want to act and do math. Dungeons and Dragons is your thing. Right, right. Yeah. yeah a lot of it's just that camaraderie. Just, yeah, just hanging out with buddies oh, yeah. and doing something. Yeah, I, th- I think that's where the, the bad rep comes from is like movies and TV always made like the nerdy kids play D&D. Oh, no, yeah. Which I, I've never played D&D, but it does sound interesting. And the fact that you can just assume a different character and hang out with some people and stuff like that does sound interesting. But, the you know, movies and TV, I think, really put a damper on those things and just kind of pushed it into like a, a cult following almost. Oh, yeah. Where it doesn't necessarily have to be, especially nowadays. Like I said, it's definitely coming back because I've been seeing it everywhere lately. Oh, man. And there's even other podcasts that I, I, I will listen to the crap out of them. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people compare it to be like, oh, well, it's like watching golf. Yeah, I don't like watching golf, but I like listening to other people have fun too. Yeah. But, and my favorite thing is to get new people in on it. And right. you don't have to be nerdy to like it. What hell? Vin Diesel, he plays, he has a tattoo of one of his Fucking characters. nerd. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> a nerd that will break me in half if he wants to. <laughs> but no, nah, he's got a character, his first character tattooed on his arm. No shit. No shit. Yeah, look it up. And I want to, uh, there's another big name actor. He's super big into it. Mm. Yeah, you don't have to be a nerd to like it. Vin Diesel also used to be a break dancer. Bullshit. I swear to you. He was a break <laughs> dancer. Look he, that up. Yeah, he did like instructional videos and he had curly hair. It was the weird, no. weirdest fucking thing. No. I swear to you. And also, do you remember a few years ago when he was like, I don't know if he was going through like some crisis in his life, but he was like covering Rihanna songs and posting the videos online? I do remember that. I was like, oh, dude. Like, that's cool you're doing it, but. Please don't sing. It, it, <laughs> it hurts. It probably aligned perfectly to the um, to the Rock coming into the Fast and Furious franchise. He's like, damn it, I'm not the I'm not the main big dude. Anymore. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm not the muscle man anymore. I gotta I gotta figure out another outlet. Rihanna songs. I'm gonna cover Rihanna songs. But hey, I I'm honestly jealous that he did that because I would love to have that kind of confidence to sit here and be like. Cool. I'm gonna sit here and sing Britney Spears and post that out there. Okay, go ahead. I, I don't know. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I don't have that. Like you said, I'm jealous. I wish I had that confidence. <laughs> Did, have you been like listening or keeping up with like everything Britney Spears has going on with like her conservatorship and everything with oh, her dad? You're like, yeah, I, that was some crazy shit. That that was fucking weird. Did, how, how are you gonna tell a grown ass woman that eh, I'm not gonna give you your stuff? What? Yeah, it, and she's made millions of dollars and they're just cashing in on everything that she's doing because she's she's got that residency in las vegas which she's had for years and i I knew the figure at one point um my wife and i watched a britney spears documentary not too long ago within the past year for sure and uh i didn't realize the extent of how fucked over she got with her entire career yeah no it was absurd like i and i mean from so i'm not any sort of i'm just a Joe Schmo. But I didn't realize, like, oh, you have to have conservatorship if you're under a certain age. Oh, you have to have an agent. You have to have this. And they're like, that's complicated as shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you get so wrapped up in all the legal tape. Like, like I said, grown-ass woman. And 
people are still cashing in on her saying, uh, you can't have this. You can't do what? No. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw that she just posted on, um, I don't know, social media, Twitter. I don't know what it was not too long ago within the past couple of weeks that she just got her first iPad. <laughs> yeah. And she was super excited because I guess her kids have had iPads, but she wasn't allowed to have them before. She's, That's... Yeah, she's either on stage performing or she's locked in her condo or whatever, and she doesn't fucking get anything. She's not allowed to have shit. That's why she just posts like weird videos of her dancing and crying and shit. Because yeah, she's this is her getting used to it instead of you know oh as a teenager kid yeah getting it and getting that out of the way yeah I don't blame her like yeah because she she's been in the public eye since she was a youngster like six seven years old oh yeah because I remember growing up and watching her music videos yeah and yeah no she's been what she was in the Mickey Mouse Club before that yeah yeah with like Justin Timberlake and shit and, oh yeah yeah and you know the the, the problem is with these with these kids these days that are um you know these child actors and child performers and stuff like that once they get to a certain age they don't know what reality is they're so far detached from all reality they don't know which way is up they they've always had the money they've always had the public staring at them and taking pictures and having access to literally any fucking thing that they want and a lot of them go downhill I mean, look at what fucking Justin Bieber did for a number of years. Yeah, I was going to bring him up. And it's one of those, like, I remember thinking when he was going through, like, first getting to stardom and was being an asshole. It's like, man, don't be that way. Why, why are you going to do? But, yeah, he just got so disillusioned with the fame. Yeah. Because that's all he's ever known. Right. So he never had that normal life. This yeah. was normal. And, yeah, it affected him. I mean, it affected him in a hard way. Yeah. And it, I still think he's shithead but at the same time i have some sympathy for him because it's like dude you missed out on a normal childhood yeah that'd fucking suck and all that's like i'm not condoning it but like all the drugs that like actors do it's like man they're just trying to get away from it like all the stress and for and yeah they're in a big movie but then they have all these interviews in between they have they don't get time to themselves right right and and that's just their way to get through it and they don't really have a healthy way to get through it yeah not at all oh, I mean, no. because like justin bieber being 18 19 years old with like a billion fucking dollars no i couldn't handle that responsibility now at 30 oh no you give me a billion dollars i give it three years and i'm addicted to crack or something I, I, <laughs> i'm going downhill with a quickness blow it all on magic cards Are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> going back to the nerdy thing <laughs> oh I, I forgot that you you're, so you're still into like Magic the Gathering and stuff like that? Yeah, uh, every once in a while I'll kind of fall out for a couple of years, but there's actually a couple of guys at work that got me back into it again. And yeah. It's one of those that I, I like finding a hobby, and I'll be all in for like a good couple of years, and then I'll switch interests. Yeah. And I got into woodworking for a while, and oh, nice. I've got so many tools that have been sitting for about a year and a half now I haven't touched. I was like... I should really probably use those, <laughs> yeah. but uh, it's, I, I get distracted with, with hobbies. Yeah. So I was blown away when we worked together and I'm going to try to get this correct, but you were telling me about how expensive some of these uh, magic cards were and I'm, 
I'm going to try to get the name right. One of the cards was like a Lotus or a black Lotus. Yeah, or black s- Lotus. Yeah. Something to that effect. And you said it was like 10 grand online. I was like, get the fuck out of here. And I Googled it and it was, it was, I, I don't remember if it was actually $10,000, but it was so expensive. I was like, how and why? You ought to look it up now. Is it more? I'm pretty sure they started to get into six figures. What? Yeah. Just let's... based off the rarity or? Yeah, just, it's uh, an old card. That I mean, it was started in ninety three, ninety four, and they've never reprinted it. So it's oh, so your, if it's out there, it's out there, but it's not, it's not coming back. Uh, yeah, and they have a certain it's a it's called the list, and they have a list of cards they'll never reprint again. Oh wow! So it's just just like how Disney does the the vault or whatever. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So, oh, my bad. It's $42,000 now. Oh, that's it? Yeah, that, that's it, you know. <laughs> Only that much. Jesus, that's insane. But like, you know what's funny is there's this guy, I, I wish I could remember his name. I found him just, you know, when you're scrolling through videos on Facebook, you click on one video and you start watching it, and then there's like an endless supply of related videos. Yeah. But they're only slightly related. So you start off like watching somebody make homemade ice cream, and before you know it, somebody's reviewing like exclusive Pokemon cards. That's <laughs> that what happened. Yeah, that's what happened to me. And this guy was opening packs of Pokemon cards or whatever, and he found like I don't know anything about Pokemon, but it was like some Charizard or something. I forget what it was, but it was supposed to be like like a hundred thousand dollar card or something like that if it was graded properly or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and I couldn't believe it because I'm I'm not in that realm of like cards like that and it's i mean it's kind of like just even baseball cards like if you can find the right card they're expensive as hell and i way back in elementary school i was into pokemon cards but my kids have gotten back in my kids have gotten into it yeah and so i've kind of showed them you know hey look if you take care of stuff yeah (laughs) you might just be rich when you get right yeah i remember my my brother used to have like Binders filled with baseball cards and basketball cards and shit like that. Oh, yeah. I wonder whatever happened to those. Because I, I could only imagine there's at least one in there that's probably oh, worth sure. a little bit of money. <laughs> My brother, he had all sorts of baseball and football cards, and I think they're all just sitting in a storage unit right now. Oh, really? And it's like, man, if I knew where your storage unit was, bro, I'd be going through your stuff and right. <laughs> I'd be having a finder's fee, but we'd split something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you cut him in on the deal. <laughs> and, and what's crazy, so with all these like Pokemon cards and everything, if you go to Walmart and try to get Pokemon cards, they literally have a sign saying you can only buy two packs per time. Really? Apparently a, there's a big thing right now to where people are buying all of them and reselling everything to where, Oh, they're $4 pack. Okay. Well you can't get any more. So I'm going to charge you $8 for it. Ah, oh, so they're, they're and, just kind of squeezing the market. then. Yeah. And it's just the same way with like a, kind of double back to computer graphic uh gpus right now yeah they came out with these new ones and people buy them as soon as they come out and then flip them so they're originally like three to four hundred dollars well now they're all six seven eight hundred dollars or more good lord because well you can't get them if you want them you have to pay my price for them yeah and like how people are doing with like yeezys and shit like exactly that. wow and fucking hate that don't that's do dirty. that yeah it's dirty yeah it's dirty let other collectors get some shit, you know? Well, even if it's just computer parts, too. Like, don't be that way. Yeah. Let everyone else have fun. I know you're trying to make a buck, but... Oh. See? Your dog agrees. Yeah. She's like, stop that shit. We're going to sick your dog. If you do that, we're going to find you, and we're going to sick his dog after you. She got really pissed off about this. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
and which is weird with like squeezing the market on computer parts because from what I've always saw with um, you know especially like um, the gaming community with PCs, it seems like they've got their own t- like sort of community built. You know what I mean? Oh, so absolutely. It, it's weird that they kind of squeeze the market and try to you know suck money out of people. That doesn't doesn't seem fair at all. And I mean, and you have those people that. Yeah, you have the community, but then you have those people like, I have to have the absolute best. Right. And they'll spend it. And it's like, don't do that. Don't encourage them. And uh, But a lot of, I have seen a couple instances to where someone will buy it completely out. Yeah. And then they'll sit there and post it on like a Reddit or something and say, hey, I've got all these. I'm selling them for what I bought it for. Because, I mean, the scalpers are just ridiculous. Yeah. And... So you have that little sense of community and that that caring for someone else. Say, hey, I get it. People are trying to do it. Guess what? I bought it out, but I'm going to try to give it back to you guys. And he'll only sell it to one person. Oh, right. So right. one person gets one. One person gets one. Yeah. And I think that's badass. I was like, right? Yeah. I, I love the nerdy community. Right. The exactly. He's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, it, the nerdy community, as you say, they, <laughs> a, it seems like people em, embrace each other more. Well, absolutely. You know and what I mean? Because it, it seems like you're a part of a clique. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, when you're growing up, like, you don't want to be nerdy. You really didn't have those friends or anything. Yeah. So, you were talking about um, BattleBots earlier. Have you ever had any interest in making your own BattleBot? I did, and my buddy and I looked into it. That is well out of my price range. Like, <laughs> they get pretty crazy? A lot of those, like, if you ever watch it, have you ever watched any of them? Oh, yeah, yeah. So you see how they have, like, those stickers and those advertisements? Right. Yeah, people give them money to advertise. Like, those bots are easy, like, 40 to 60 grand. What? And I didn't think that about that either, but you, those, that's high-grade metals. And then you have to have them machined, and then you have to, oh, all the yeah. components and everything. And, yeah, no, well out of my price range. <laughs> like, they're selling, uh... Some of the teams will sell like old bots if they do a redesign. Yeah. And oh, they'll sell them cheap for 20, 30 grand. It's like, geez, that's that's a car. Yeah. That's a new car. That's insane. Just to go in there and just get fucking wrecked. Yeah. There was actually a team, not last year, the year before, the year before COVID. And uh, there was a Wichita team. Uh-huh. And they, yeah, let's do it. And it was a, a machine. I forget the machining company or I'd give them a shout out. But yeah. Yeah, they did it for one year, and it was just too expensive, and they stopped. Right, right. It's like, oh. Yeah, I could only imagine. <laughs> and that was a company using their own material, their own tools, yeah. and they said it was too expensive. That's insane. Yeah, I used to watch I was just talking about this literally less Ooh. than a week ago. And um, I used to watch BattleBots back when, I, I think when it was first coming out on TV, because... It was BattleBots, Junkyard Wars, and Mythbusters. Oh, yeah. And it used to be that trifecta, and it would just kind of run in a loop of those episodes over and Starting over. Starting at like 2 o'clock, and yeah. then it would run clear through midnight before they started infomercials. Yeah. I grew up on I loved that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, those people get into it, and they are fucking creative. Dude, and it's great. I mean, I know Junkyard Wars, sure. They probably had some stuff set up, but yeah, just, I mean, they still had to sit here and think of, oh, I'm going to make this cannon with a tube they found or an old car part. It's like, what? How do you even manage that? Right, yeah. And in high school, there's um, a event, there's a group, and it's called BEST, Boosting Engineering, Science and Technology. Okay. And there's Wichita schools that do it. And I went to Circle High School. 
And I was part of that. So every year they'd have a theme saying, okay, well, you have to have a robot that can hang up clothes or it has to be able to do this mission to Mars. Yeah. And so they said, well, you can't have, you can have X amount of budget, X amount of materials and parts. And they give you a kit and say, figure it out. Right. And I, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. And I know going from watching those to being a little bit apart with, uh, the best program, I was fantastic. And you, they'd have, just like with any of the sports, you'd have regionals and nationals. And we made it a couple of times. I went to Texas and no oh, shit. it was, oh no shit. It was, wow. and that community, that community was awesome. Yeah. That's insane. So with the, the route that, you know, SpaceX is on and stuff like that, you know, if, if we were, you know, 20 years down the road, we were able to colonize Mars and to get to Mars was as easy as driving to the mall or Walmart and you could go. Would you go? Oh, absolutely. Would you? Yeah. I, no, you didn't even think about no. it. I, Cause I mean, even now I want to travel the world. I just don't have the time, but if it became easy as that, yeah, oh, I'd take time off. Hell yeah. You'd go to Mars, yeah. hang out. Hey, hey work. I'm going to take a, a month off. I'm going to go to Mars. I'm All right. To Mars. See you in a month. <laughs> going on a Mars I'm going to get a Mars rock. Yeah. <laughs> How crazy would that be, dude? I mean, we've, what, probably 100 years, 100 years from now? Like, we might honestly see the start of a colony in our lifetime? Yeah. Like, it's... That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I I hope we get to at least see the start of it. Even if I don't get to visit it, I want to see it start yeah. to happen. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't really know how that would benefit us, if it would at all. I'm sure it would in some former fashion but I, just to see something like that happen would just be insane oh, especially yeah. go from go from landing on the moon how long ago was that 50 was that, 60 years ago yeah now? yeah I think that's to then like colonizing a, a totally different planet <laughs> it'd be so fucking weird <laughs> just to have oh man and that's and it's like the techno technological leaps that we've made because if you think about it what 1900 we were barely working on automobiles right, and yeah. now we're sending spaceships or rovers to mars yeah that have little helicopters built into yeah, them yeah they shit. got little drones and everything yeah and uh it's amazing so yeah i couldn't imagine what in the next hundred years yeah i surely will be on mars yeah gonna, i'm gonna buy a condo <laughs> well, i'm gonna be 130 and be kicking it on mars yeah you gotta sell all your woodworking equipment yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sell all your woodworking equipment, get you a condo on Mars. I'd do it. I, yeah, yeah. Would you? Would you go to Mars? No. No. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. And here's why. I am deathly afraid of heights. Oh. I am deathly afraid of heights. So, well, I mean. You only get so high before you're going back towards the ground. I could. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, the only way that I could do it if it, I was just under, you know. It, just. Just give me the Michael Jackson treatment. Just hit me, hit me with the milk duck, and just just put me out, and I'll wake up on Mars. Do that stasis thing, yeah. But see, that's how every space horror film starts. You go into stasis, you wake that's up eight hundred years in the future with aliens attacking your ship, and you're yeah. still off the ground. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what was that movie with Chris Pratt not too long ago? Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence, where they woke up and and it was just oh. them two. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of it. Ah, damn it, that was a good one. That was trippy. See, and I'm not scared of heights, but there was one that was, uh, oh, who's the chick that was in the movie Speed? I can't think of the actress's name. Keanu Reeves? 
No, not Carrie's <laughs> a chick. <laughs> the hair fucked me up, sorry. <laughs> but the chick, so she was in it, and she got stranded in space. And that gave me anxiety for, I, I knew it was all fake, but it's like, man, I couldn't imagine, oh, I'm just going to get loosed in space, and I'm just going to die. Yeah. Floating. Right. Not be, oh, no. No. Was that the one, which one was it where he cut the hole in his glove to propel was that with Matt Damon? Yeah, that was the the Martian. Yeah, that was a good one. That's where he had his poop potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, the shit taters. <laughs> shit yeah. taters. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one, too, though. Yeah, I, I don't feel like we're that far away. Elon Musk is doing some wild shit. That dude... Him and Bezos, aren't they like in a pissing match on trying to colonize Mars first? Yeah, because what is Bezos? Blue Horizon or something? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, because they went to space quote unquote like a week <laughs> barely out of orbit <laughs> yeah they were barely above commercial airliners um yeah they they uh they were like they were like within a week of each other i think i'm pretty sure when they did that yeah but Just, bezos has like god money yeah that's that's dumb money like you give me a 20th of what he has i'm set i'm set yeah a 20th of what he has right yeah but you would think, with that much money, he would have a rocket ship that was not shaped like a dildo. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see it, was it? I, oh, it was absolutely shaped like a dildo. I was like, come on, man. If I had to look at him <laughs> and think, like, what shape is his ship going to be? I would say dildo. Just based I off mean, of the way he looks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> He looks like a dildo. Yeah, you say his shape, <laughs> and he, he himself looks like a dildo. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's shitty. Like like Elon Musk's like rocket so okay that that looks pretty cool the Falcon X and everything yeah that looks cool yeah. that looks like what a rocket ship should look like right. not a sex toy fly <laughs> if that actually gets past the moon and we start flying it I would be embarrassed if aliens saw that flight. Right. like what the hell is that dildo doing right. flying across oh the it's sun? like it's like what was that Austin Powers we're like sir it looks like a cock and ball yeah <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> Like that's going to be what represents humanity when aliens find us as a damn dick rocket. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going TikTok. I'm going to stitch those two <laughs> things together. <laughs> I'm going to stitch together the Austin Powers thing and Jeff Bezos taking off and his rocket. <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. I think uh, even they, people are comparing it to there's a Spaceballs, the movie Spaceballs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, there was a dick rocket in that, and it was like. Why are, they, why are they knocking off Spaceballs? <laughs> right. I, I think it was on Joe Rogan he was talking about Elon Musk is super in love with Spaceballs. And he actually changed his rocket a little bit to mimic the rockets from Spaceballs. Really? Even though it was less efficient, he wanted it to look more like that. See, now i got to go back and rewatch that and look up Elon Musk's new spaceship so I can sit here and compare and be like, Oh, hey, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think I've ever seen Spaceballs. If if I did, I I don't remember it. I I think I was in high school when I saw it. Oh, really? It was. It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen it. The one that got me this the space movie that got me was fucking Interstellar. Have you ever seen that I with uh, seen Matthew that McConaughey? Huh. Oh man, it is so good. It's super weird because he's. Um, I'll have to watch it again because it's been a little bit since I've seen it, but. There was one planet that they went to where every, it was either every second or every minute that they were on this planet was seven Earth years. See, and everyone, no, I, I, I'm really bad about it. Like just the time dilation difference because yeah, Earth, 
I mean, it's closer to the sun, so obviously it's going to, you know, make more rotation. So right. yeah. what you think is, you know, 30 minutes on Mars, how much longer is that on? Yeah, I could. That's crazy to think about. Yeah, it's it's super interesting because in, in the movie, when they land on this planet, I think they're on like an ocean or something like that. But just kind of faintly in the background is like a ticking noise. And it's just tick, 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 tick. And every one of those is another year of earth years oh shit but they don't ever acknowledge it in the movie it's just kind of faintly in the background and i didn't even realize it until i was on you know down another rabbit hole on youtube it's like seven things you didn't know about movies and, like, <laughs> and that, that was one of that them. was one of them and i was like no fucking way I was now, like, this is now that i know i gotta go back and watch it yeah and and you start like thinking like time dot like the speed like with albert Einstein, like the closer you get to the speed of light like the faster or slower time around you is or faster i don't remember which one it is yeah and i timed that time dilation yeah i heard somewhere one time and i wish i remember where it was so i could um cite my sources but they were saying that if you could build a telescope that was powerful enough to get super far away i forget how far away they said from earth that you would actually be able to see dinosaurs on earth today because the further away that you get you're able to see further back in time. It's related somehow. Bullshit. Yeah. Now I gotta, I gotta look that up too. Yeah. It was, I've got a list. I gotta make a list. Yeah. All the things and, it, and I'm sure I'm fucking that up somehow, but it was something to that effect that you could get far enough away and look back in time almost. You know, I, I can honestly kind of believe it because like, if you think like when you see stars, yeah. like that's how many millions of years old light. Yeah. Because, light only travels so fast right so if you look up at the stars half of them probably don't even exist anymore they've collapsed or blown up or something yeah we're just seeing the after effects of yeah them. we're seeing the past we're, yeah millions of years in the past yeah how weird is that That's, how small does that make that us makes me feel so like every time i think about it i'm like oh, i'm gonna have an ex- existential crisis and yeah. i'm like oh god like yeah we we went to the um science museum in oklahoma city uh in March, maybe February. I can't remember, but we went there and they had like one of those, um, damn it. I talked about it on another podcast, but it was like one of those, um, one of those domed theaters where you sit in the chair and then they project onto the dome above you. Oh, and like, it was like a space exploration. Like the thing they have on Hutch. The... Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I can't think of the name of it right now, but, um, but yeah, so they project the, um, uh, space onto this dome above you and they just explore different things in, in space and they're showing like the different um, I'm forgetting the word right now constellations they're showing the different constellations and the different galaxies and stuff like that and then at the very end the the lady that was doing like the, the guided tour just started zooming out and so she started where we were in Oklahoma City and zoomed out and zoomed out and zoomed out. And then it was like the whole state and zoomed out, zoomed out. Then it was the whole country. And she kept zooming to the point where our galaxy was surrounded by like thousands of oh, other galaxies. Man. And I couldn't sink into my chair enough to feel comfortable because I was just like, this makes me feel so tiny. I didn't like it. And, and that's the thing that's crazy to think about. Like you think, oh, I got a flat tire in a room and that's that's the only thing. But you zoom out and yeah. you're that's so insignificant in the whole big scheme of things yeah that you i mean like i guess sound really like not nihilistic fatalistic but like don't matter right yeah because <laughs> the universe doesn't give a crap because oh no there's 
there's got to be life on other planets too. Yeah. Like, yeah. That that massive, and that's one of the things I try to remember. Like it, we are floating dust. Yeah. <laughs> For all of intents and purposes, we're nothing. Yeah. And just having to like think about it, just. Ugh, yeah, we're bad. Us human beings are just a lucky speck in the universe. Oh, yeah. Like We, <laughs> we shouldn't exist. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, people talk about intelligent life and stuff like that on other planets. And I could only imagine these people that are seeing UFOs and stuff like that probably are seeing UFOs. But I'm thinking these, you know, creatures from other uh, planets or dimensions or wherever the fuck they're coming from is coming here, looking at us fucking bombing each other and shooting each other in the streets. And it's like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> and just <laughs> dipping back. We're in. not going to No, They haven't got that far yet. Yeah. Like if, if you had to think about it, like, you know, you've got the entire cosmos of everything that's included. Earth is like world star hip hop of oh the cosmos. <laughs> We're doing the most ridiculous shit right, every day. But I hate that we are the world side of the universe. <laughs> We're doing the stupidest shit. Like we 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 get into like a heated debate with another country and we're like, all right, well we're just gonna explode neighborhoods in yep, your territory. Nope. I don't like how you think. I'm gonna kill you. You're right. <laughs> how ridiculous is that? Like what what in the universe allowed us chimpanzees to create <laughs> nuclear warheads and just start dropping yeah, on each other. Whoever decided that we get that level of intelligence before we figure our shit out, yeah, they they done fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> we should not have done that. And we're not even trying to stop. Oh no, we keep trying to. I think they're are, are they still actively trying to make an artificial black hole? Yes, at CERN, I think. Yeah, they, they need to stop that. We got to figure our own shit out first before we start doing that. Yeah, yeah, I think CERN is like actively trying to, to do that. And I mean, it's amazing, and that's awesome. Yeah, but let's... I don't know what the fuck we're going to use it for. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> like, it's cool, like, that they're on the cutting edge of science and technology and everything, but at the same time, like, what happens if you you do this, and then it just starts swallowing our planet? I feel like it's equivalent to giving a three-year-old a gun. Like it's, <laughs> don't give us that. No, yeah. let's, let's let's get a little bit more mature as a species before we start doing yeah. black hole stuff. Yeah, because because what happens if we are able to create a black hole and we're able to replicate that over and over to where it becomes as easy as making like a nine millimeter round, and then. Afghanistan says some slick shit about America and then we weaponize black holes and we just shoot a fucking black hole over to Afghanistan there and goes. Suck, suck them into another dimension. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then see, Neptune just has a bunch of Afghans. <laughs> <laughs> up on... The, oh yeah, it's... If we ever get to where we can colonize every planet, that's what's going to turn into. Yeah. Like, we, we already do that on, like, a country level. I couldn't imagine on a, oh, fuck those Neptunians. Right. Oh, <laughs> Then we're still arguing if Pluto's really a planet itself or right. <laughs> Plutodians or whatever we yeah. call them are like, yeah, we're real people. <laughs> you, you know how Australia was used to send like all the worst criminals and stuff yeah. like that. That's what Pluto's going to be. We're going to send all the shitheads to Pluto. And Pluto's going to end up having the worst of the like the like most deadly things. And they're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. We're just going to send all the shitty people to Pluto. And then Pluto's going to want to exit our solar system. <laughs> like, no, nah, I'm not actually a planet. Like, no, I don't no, want to be a part of this. We party, y'all. <laughs> so you said another dimension. So do you think like if you think like nerdy comic book stuff, like the multiverse to where there's 
other instances of Earth. There's other Dugs and other Devons. Do yeah. you think that's the thing? Yes. I, I believe in the infinite universe. That's I, I wanna believe it, but God, I hope there's not more of me. <laughs> I, there should not be more of well, me. <laughs> well the thing is the thing is if there are more of you, maybe there's a better version of you. But then there's that chance that I am the best version. It's <laughs> not a good thing. <laughs> I don't want that responsibility of being the best Devin. You're like, this Devin's got it figured out. And you're like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I was counting on you guys. Yeah. No, I, I think, yeah, I, you know, it, it's hard because the the way that I kind of operate with a lot of my belief systems is, is if I can't disprove it, then I have to assume that it's true. And, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Yeah. And, and I can't disprove a multiverse or infinite universes i also can't disprove simulation theory you know and because oh yeah you know that one the, the way that i look at simulation theory is it, do i believe that we're going to be here living tomorrow yes do i believe that we're going to be living here you know as humans a week from now yes do i think that we can continuously live more days if we continue to reproduce yes i think we can do that unless there's some insane natural disaster that wipes out all of humankind which is also possible oh, yeah. but it's not on the horizon as of yet so if that's the case the way that we're building technology especially over the past 100 years we have basically all the technology we have now has come over the past century so if we continue to build the way that we're building, inevitably we will get to a point where we can create exactly what we're living in now. So if that's the case, then maybe we have already lived to 3,500 and then we did create what we're living in now and we're just a reproduction and, of what oh, could have been. Man, you gotta calm down with that. I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> this is what happens when I don't drink. <laughs> But that's that's a crazy thing because like what if what if all these these gods of our religion are just really like the last of our old civilization that passed on to us right yeah because if you are like ancient aliens like Egypt yeah like aliens built the pyramids right yeah okay well they weren't really aliens they were just people with technology we didn't understand right exactly it, it was us and yeah. now we're just in this weird loop of we get to the apex of technology something happens and we have to restart yeah yeah Ugh. well and and we're, we're kind of experiencing that same exact thing now where you know you said like the apex of technology where right now we're trying to find a way to fucking leave this planet yeah right? <laughs> you know what I so mean? yeah i was to say mars isn't going to be the next earth yeah something happens to earth we've terraformed mars into a habitable planet yeah and now thousands of years later Mars doesn't know anything about it. And so now they're in this loop of, oh, look, there's a planet out there. It's, oh, right. it's habitable, but there's nothing there. Let's habitate it. Yeah. And, oh. Yeah. So, so who's to say that we haven't had just endless cycles of humans reaching the pinnacle of human knowledge and just leaving this fucking place? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what if Earth is, <laughs> yeah. What, what if Earth is just like our, like what a crib is to a baby? Like eventually you're going to grow out of this. Maybe we're kind of at the point now where we're just slowly growing out of this, but we've had, you know, endless cycles of humans that have already done that and just fucked off to another galaxy because they can. I, I love that idea. I, I, maybe it's the nerd side of me. I love the idea that we're just in this, this loop and yeah, we were what maybe babies or toddlers with where we are tech 
technology wise like yeah we we see all these shows that oh well we've got warp drives and we can communicate across the entire universe when we have a hard time communicating to mars right yeah. like uh they they send out those probes clear to these other planets and it takes years for the information to come back right right and the idea that we could eventually get to there makes me think that man we really are toddlers yeah we are super toddlers in this whole grand scheme of earth oh man yeah i i think I think another thing that's really interesting is the fact that there there is evidence of nuclear explosions on Mars. Oh, is there really? I haven't yeah. looked that much into it. Yeah, there, there's there's um, there's I, I'm gonna fuck this up, but <laughs> <laughs> there's some sort of glass that forms only through nuclear explosions. When it um, when it explodes, it kind of interacts with whatever Earth material they have, dirt or whatever the fuck they have or whatever. But on the south pole and the north pole of mars they have evidence of there's these huge explosion craters as well as this nuclear glass that's formed and they're they're thinking that possibly there was a colony on mars like maybe it was fully colonized much like what earth is now but they were acting like idiots like we are now and they blew (laughs) themselves up you know what fuck this we'll we'll send some monkeys from our martian world to earth and yeah. hopefully they'll figure shit out <laughs> right yeah and, maybe. and maybe like to think like if if millions of years have gone by like yeah it, it would have wiped because i mean everything's subject to decay even plastic like everyone says oh plastic is horrible it takes forever to decompose you give it enough time it's going to decompose oh yeah it's gonna be gone and even if there was a pollution like our atmosphere would eventually go away yeah give it millions of years so yeah that's yeah, or what if it was another alien race trying to terraform Mars? Oh, we, yeah. we gotta had neighbors. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> We'd be that kind of those trashy neighbors that there was like, ah, let's call the police again. They're being <laughs> dumb. <laughs> yeah. They just keep just yelling, "We're all star and punching each other." <laughs> yeah, no. It, there's also um, if you you know subscribe to the idea, um, Zachariah Sitchin. Are, are you familiar with Zachariah Sitchin? No. He was an author. Um, I got one of his books down there actually called the 12th planet, but um, he was saying he's not the only one that says it, but apparently there's some evidence saying that there's another planet called um, Nibiru that um, it's on an elliptical pattern in our solar system. And it passes by earth. I think once every 15,000 years or something like that. And when it does, it's so big and the gravitational pull is so strong that it flips our North and South pole. And apparently there's some evidence that they've done or uh, some evidence that they've collected through ice core samples and stuff like that in Antarctica, where they were able to drill down and they were able to see that the poles are actually flipping every 15,000 years or so. And so it's, that's an actual thing. Like possibly they, there is evidence to, to show that it could be something, but not enough to say like, yeah, for sure. There, there's See, this. Now thing. that you say that, like, uh, it it sounds familiar that there's a planet that's on an elliptical pattern. Yeah. Because I remember there's there was some doomsday uh, people that were like, nope, that's, that's what's going to kill us. That's what killed the dinosaurs. That's what's going to kill us. Yeah. And now that's that's a terrifying thought too. Yeah. Well, and and it's pretty crazy because it actually um, it actually transfers into a lot of what the, the um, stories in the Bible and stuff like that kind of talk about with like the race of giants and stuff like that, which um, 
Oh, the Nephilim is what it's called in the Bible. So it, you have the Nephilim in the Bible is the, the race of giants and stuff like that. A ton of stories about it. Um, but on planet Nibiru, what they're called is the Anunnaki. And the Anunnaki is actually the, the um, race of giants there that inhabit that planet. And essentially the crisis that planet Nibiru is having is their atmosphere is decaying. And the only thing that they can do to protect their atmosphere from decaying is to spray gold into their atmosphere to protect it from to reflect out all the yeah, solar radiation or whatever the fuck it is. So what they were saying was when the last time that Nibiru passed planet earth, that the Anunnaki came here to um, earth and it was like, um, Oh, I forget their names. Anne Lil and something. It was it was two twins, it, which um, would be considered like the Gemini twins. So it was two twins, like Anne Phil and Anne Lil or something like that. And they came here, and they were in charge of collecting gold for their atmosphere. Well, what they did was they created a slave race called the Ajiji. And the Ajiji was supposed to then collect the gold for the Anunnaki. Well, what they then did was took part of their DNA and mixed it with some of the animal DNA that was here, namely using a piece of their rib as their DNA, which kind of hints back to the Bible. And it, this is super controversial. You shit. are and, blowing my fucking mind right it's, now. It's super controversial. None of it's proven. I'm just, it's all speculation. But, but that's what they were saying. But that slave race was called the Adamu, which is what we are now, which sounds a lot like Adam. So, Holy shit. so that's what they were saying that it's, it, it is a possibility because you can't disprove it in my mind. Other people are going to wholeheartedly disagree oh, and that's yeah. fine, but, but it's fun to entertain these things. But, um, so what is, and this is the part that got me and it's such a simple idea, but what is the most precious metal? It, yeah, it's gold. It's yeah. Gold. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> like everybody is collecting gold. Why? Why are we collecting yeah, why gold? Why do we care about this this metal? It's it's like such a trivial else. fucking thing. I mean, uh, it's used in electronics and shit, right? But yeah. Like, but I mean, it wasn't always used in electronics. Yeah, but we've like, always collected it. We've always had that gold is the yeah. the metal out of anything else. Yeah. How weird is that? That just it's just kind of built into our DNA. Like harvest all the gold. Why are we doing this? Fucking stop it's doing. Kind this. of one of those like folklores that have been passed down to where it just gets so muddled that it's just instinct metal shiny gold i want yeah exactly. when it was ingrained that we got to harvest it for this this race from yeah. <laughs> this planet <laughs> it's pretty fucking wild right but to, to sidestep that so you said so it, this this planet has the nephilim on it right is what you're saying the giant race yeah 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 so in the bible like they describe like everyone's like oh angels are humanoids with with wings yeah. No, if you read the, they are terrifyingly descriptive, and it's, it's horrible. Like creatures yeah. of just made of eyes. Right. And yeah. it's like, oh god, like if, if that's real, I want nothing to do with this <laughs> right. planet because that's, oh hell no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what's even more insane is, um, there's been uh, stories coming out that um, the Vatican has a um, a graveyard of just giants, and the Vatican has wild restrictions on a lot of their record keeping and stuff like that you can't get to it it's impossible yeah oh yeah they they have this this that whole secret archive yeah 
Yeah, they, they've got like the secrets of the fucking universe in the Vatican. Nobody can get to it because it's the fucking Vatican. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know? but we can't let everyone know this or else. Yeah, <laughs> there goes it, our whole basis for religion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But apparently they have entire graveyards devoted to these these giants and everything. And they're still digging up giants all over the world to Man, this day. That's... And nobody talks about it. Why is nobody talking about the, the, the race of giants? Because when they do, they, they, they disappear. Yeah. Doug, I'm going to miss you because we're going to be gone. Right. <laughs> will you release this? We're, we're done. Like, yeah. No one will remember us. <laughs> They're just going to wipe us clean, dude. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because, you know, w- once you do talk about these things, first of all, you're labeled a conspiracy theorist and you're labeled batshit fucking crazy because you entertain the idea of what our what what information we're being fed. Maybe it's not 100% true. But we learn that every fucking day. Oh, yeah. Every day we learn that things that we believed in before, it's changing every yeah. fucking day. I mean, even if you look at, like, um, the Bible, like, how many times has it been translated and changed? And, I mean, even yeah. if it wasn't on purpose, like, uh, I had a friend who was from Puerto Rico, and she spouted something off him. I was like, oh, what does that mean? And she's like, well, it's not. there's not really a hard translation for it. Right. That, that's today. That's today yeah. with two active languages. Yeah. Can you imagine over the years, the thousands of years? Well, it doesn't quite translate, so it kind of means this. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, man. Yeah, and you, you've got you know thousands of years between and also translating it from different languages. And some of those languages are even dead. I mean, imagine exactly. imagine trying to translate like like Sanskrit or something like that. Like, what information was lost in that? Just because, yeah, it's 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 dead, so no one speaks it. So you have to try to go off of text of, oh, this is how you translate it. Yeah. And if you don't have someone that knows that's actively teaching you, and you're having to go off of an instruction manual, yeah, imagine trying to figure out Latin from YouTube. Right. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, exactly. I, I think the biggest thing is, you know, p- people are afraid to to be wrong. And everybody wants to have the answer. And I think as soon as people can say, I don't know a fucking thing, I think the world would be a much better place. If we could all just admit that we don't know a fucking thing. Because it could very easy easily be that our existence is as simplistic as we're here to collect gold. For yeah, for a for, race for to come by every planet. fifteen thousand years, <laughs> yeah, or or it could be you know what you know the Christian Bible says or or whatever the case is. The fact of the matter is we don't fucking know. So oh, let's absolutely. accept the fact that we don't know and move forward accordingly. And, and on the bright side, though, at least if that's true, that it's fifteen thousand years. How long was it since Adam? Like it's probably only been like a good. 5,000 years? We got 10,000 more years. We ain't got to worry about it. Yeah, 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 we're good to go. <laughs> but, uh, but no, yeah, let's go. And it's one of those, everyone's like, oh, just believe it. Just have faith in it. Well, I mean, that could be used for anything. It could be used for apostafarian. Have you heard of that? The belief in the oh, flying spaghetti, spaghetti monster? Yeah, the spaghetti monster, yeah. Just have faith in it. No, it's... it's yeah. Yeah, that having faith in it. Like, I, I get where that's big, but that's... Every religion says that. Like, yeah, they 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 always say, um, "I I don't walk by facts; I walk by faith." And it's like, well, well, let's introduce some facts into this, shall we? <laughs> like, if we can, it's. But you could equally say that, like to to this. It's I, I don't want to say theory, but it's. I, I agree with you. This whole like, well, until it's proven wrong, yeah, it's probably got some truth to it. Yeah, but you got to have faith that in 
10,000 more years or however long, that planet's going to come by and we're going to find out, oh, shit, (laughs) there's this race that... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, another interesting thing is um, there was a a debate between Bill Nye the Science Guy, and don't laugh yet, Bill Nye the Science Guy, and there was a a guy that was an actual scientist, I believe, um, Kevin Ham, I think his name was. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it was it was Kevin Ham. It was something Ham, but it was a really good debate. And um, uh, let's see, Kevin Ham, I think was like a um, he studied like religion and stuff like that, I believe. And Bill Nye studies science, although yeah. not a real scientist. Studies science. And you has can't, for a you long can't time. prove that he's a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the videos. Damn it! <laughs> you know, he, you know, he started off as a stand-up comedian. Bullshit. Yeah, he started off as a stand-up comedian. That's how he got the job as Bill Nye, the science guy. Somebody saw him doing stand-up and was like, hey, you want a job doing a kid's TV show? And that's how he started off. I don't believe you. He can't prove it. <laughs> he said it. It's fake news. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but they were doing a debate, and Bill Nye was saying like the existence of the Great Flood. like It never happened. And one of his proofs of concept on this was the fact that we have trees that are older than the great flood. And you can look at the rings and see that there was no season wet enough to say that there was a great flood. And I think the most compelling argument was he was talking about, I believe it was the grand Canyon. If you look at the layers of sediment and the grand Canyon at no point do those layers of sediment, there's no organisms from one time period swimming up or down to another time period, which would inevitably happen. happen. Yeah. It would have to just through water erosion. Yeah. So why is that not a thing? I could, see, yeah. could it be that our record keeping was localized? Was our great flood, like say Wichita was the only thing that we knew and there, we had a huge flood. We would think that the world flooded. And that's, yeah. Because <laughs> that, that's what I was going to say is the fact that like the Bible, like, especially like when they start talking about the great flood, we hadn't explored the world yet. Right. Their, their world was that continent. That was it. Yeah. And that's not saying that, oh, well, let's say something weird happened. Maybe that continent did get super heavy rain and it did massively flood. Yeah. But that's not to say the whole world flooded. Right. <laughs> maybe, maybe those records came from like Atlantis. And Atlantis really did flood. <laughs> and, and that's why that's how we got the story of Atlantis too. Yeah. So when they when you know the water rose, they jumped on the fucking ark or whatever and they fucked off to Ireland or wherever the fuck they went. And from that point they were like, Yeah, the whole world flooded, so now we're here. And it's like, no, it was just Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'd like to think that Atlanteans were the ones that were our height of technology and then we looped back around. Yeah. That'd be cool. That's an interesting point of view, actually. They Maybe. were the ones trying to terraform Mars because they knew wherever Atlantis was before it sank into the ocean was fucked. Yeah. Maybe so. There it I is. I think we figured some shit <laughs> out here today. You can put it in the books. We've we've yep. solved this mystery. <laughs> yep. Scholastic Book Fair or whoever runs the school books these days changed the history books. We figured it out. <laughs> Me and Devin on Day Drinking with Dougie figured Day it drink- out. <laughs> I don't know. These are all theories. I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, so I don't, don't know either. Yeah. No, nobody take my advice on anything. Yeah, please don't take my advice. I, I'm still circling back around at the beginning. I'm still trying to figure myself out. I, I, I can't even figure out myself. There's no way I can figure out religion yeah. stuff. I still thought Pawn Stars was real up until about a year ago. It's not real? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Damn it. It's like ruining Santa Claus. <laughs> Wait, what's wrong with Santa Claus? 
Nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Devin, I appreciate you being here, buddy. This is a fucking blast. Yeah, I've, I've appreciated it. I appreciate being on and, and catching up. It's been way too long. Yeah, yeah, far too long. We should do this again next month. Absolutely. When I can actually have a drink with you. I'm down for it. You're the first guest on Sober September. That's all good. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to deal with my soberness. Hey, you know, it's, it's one of those things. It's good to have a baseline because now when we, I do come back, if you let me come back, uh, now everyone knows that we're really just as stupid. It didn't involve alcohol. Yeah, we're really just as stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this was great. Anything you want to promote before you get out of here? Oh, no. I'm a boring ass person. Nice. I've talked about starting a podcast, but if, if I ever do... I'm going to come to you for a plug. Yep, yep. Let me know. We'll, we'll plug your shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So thanks, thanks for being man. here, bud. Later, man. Bye.